Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all new, better than ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Again. We have ignition. Slay with the devil, die with the devil. Oh no, how you guys doing out there? Welcome to the show. Today is a celebration of being a biker. Yeah, I always cover the bad news in this lifestyle, and there's so much more to it. So much more. Uh, also, did you guys know the day before Election Day, there's supposed to be an asteroid that hits Earth? <laughs> yeah, I got the story about that one. Why are we always the last ones to know about this stuff? On the real, our government doesn't trust us. It takes some busybodies to get it out into the public sphere. You know, I guarantee they knew about this way before they were letting on. But they had to see if it was big and all that stuff so there ain't mass chaos so they can control us. But yeah. There's supposed to be an asteroid. Now, it ain't a, you know, a planet killer, but it just makes you think about all them movies that come to mind, like Armageddon and uh, what other one are there? Uh, yeah, there's a bunch out there. there. There's a bunch. Some of them are pretty damn good. Uh, but yeah, we are celebrating bikers today. And the real meaning of being a biker the biker lifestyle, and all the good that bikers do. Unlike what Leo tries to push. Yeah, we always got that angle that we getting pulled over. We're being bastardized in the media all the time of being bad people, being criminals. It's actually funny. If you watch the message boards on a lot of social media pages, these youngins think bikers are nothing but scumbags. Well, welcome to what it used to be. It used to be, it wasn't cool to be a biker. Oh boy, we think profiling's bad now. It was really damn bad back then. And uh, I can't even imagine what the guys went through in the 60s, the 70s, even the 80s. 
uh, because it wasn't a popular thing to do, man. Uh, again, one of the reasons why actually clubhouses came along was it had to be in the early 70s. You know, maybe I'm wrong. Correct me if the older uh, graybeards are out there. But they didn't like going bar to bar because all they got was harassment. They got profiled. They wouldn't be left alone by Leo. So they said, screw this. We're going to make our own clubhouses and we'll drink there. So interesting history right there. Interesting history. But one thing, and you know what? I'm a party to this. You know, uh, a lot of good bikers do doesn't get out into the mainstream. It doesn't get out to the people that need to know uh, what bikers are really about. And again, I'm at blame for that because, you know, most of the time I'm only covering the bad. I'm only covering this club or that club. And honestly, it's because they're in the news and we're biker news. So we're putting it out there. Uh, but I need to revamp a little bit because too much negative is being put out there. We got to put a positive spin on stuff and show people because I've been getting a lot of freaking uh, new uh, followers and stuff, especially with the radio station uh, going. And by the way, it is live 24 hours a day right now uh, with all kinds of music, man. And we're not talking this bum music, man. We're talking some real music. Also, the Wake and Bake show is going to be coming September 1st, man. That one's going to be a blast. You know, we're going to wake and we're going to bake. <laughs> but because of that, uh, you know, promoting that show and stuff, we've been getting a lot of the people. And it, it got me thinking uh, about, you know, the content that's being put out. And again, you know, some of the stuff that I personally like doing has to do with motorcycle manufacturers. But I get it. I cannot put what I like out in front of the audience all the time because they might not like it. So, you know, we I follow the trends, I follow the analytics and all that stuff that guides what the program should be about, what the listeners want. And one thing that, uh, you know what, bringing that up, that I'll, you know, because I get club members pissed all the time this is a radio show this is entertainment and that's one of the reasons again i don't do protocol because this is entertainment when it comes to protocol you shouldn't be entertaining people you should you know steer them in the right direction but our stuff is based on listener trends and that's what we do so Again, you know, people that get in the news, hey, well, it's not my fault, but there's also people that want to hear that stuff. They want to learn about that stuff. So that's what we do. And likewise, you know, just because my favorite thing to do is cover, say, Harley or Honda or Yamaha, a lot of people don't like hearing that stuff. So we go the way we have to go. But today I wanted it to be a celebration. I got to ask you, and I, this is going to be very interesting to see in the listeners' comments. What made you want to get into this lifestyle in the first place? What experience led you to make that decision? Now, I'm not only talking about, you know, hardcore, 24-7, 365 days a year of living it. 
What I'm talking about is, I don't care if you're a motorcycle enthusiast, what was that one event that got you so interested in motorcycles that it led you to take it to a full-time lifestyle? That is a question that really isn't talked about. And I'd really love to hear hear the stories i really would in the comment section i'm not just playing around it's like man I, you know the one experience that led me into wanting to do this everybody knows and everybody knows that when you're a kid you're riding a bike well at least you used to nowadays it's playing xbox and playstation but you would see a biker and you would mimic it as a kid on your, you know, your bike, whether it be a Diamondback, a Mongoose, whatever you rode, you know, you all, you, you mimicked what you seen. And one cool thing about back then was bikers, man, did they take the kids. They used to wave back, they used to rev them engines. And that's why I always say uh, today, you, you know, you see a kid, you better wave back, man, or rev that engine something, because they're the future of bikers. So... It was two guys on a bike on my block, and they happened to be patch holders. And it was, you were like in awe, man. You know, they didn't dress like the people you've seen. Uh, they were a little more rowdier. Uh, they had those awesome freaking Harleys that you just revved up, and, you, you know, you heard it purr, baby. And that's one of the things that got me into it. So I'm, I'm sure there's similar stories out there as mine. Just like to hear it. How about you women? Uh, I know women, they like going for uh, the bad boys and stuff. Uh, but what led you in the either riding your own bike or wanting to spend your life with somebody that's life's, you know, whose life revolves around the lifestyle? Very interesting stuff, you know. I know as bikers we love partying and all that type of stuff, but there is so much more to it. And it's been interesting that over time, you know, like I said, it used to be not cool to be a biker. But over time, it's evolved into every walk of life is a part of the lifestyle now and yes i bitch about uh you know rubs and i bitch about uh you know how some people ain't as hardcore as others and you know what that's uh, that's on me you know because i prejudged and you know some people are probably right i need to evolve myself in the way i think about things and look about things uh but it is actually very interesting that we have all walks of life coming into it now, do I agree on some of their viewpoints? Do I agree on the way they perceive this lifestyle to be? No, you know, nobody's going to agree. Come on, man, we got people that are fighting over what club is legitimate and which one's not. Or, you know, if the rubs are bad for the, the lifestyle, which sometimes, you know, the one reason I think they're bad is because they raise the damn prices of the damn motorcycles. Come on, you got Harley Davidson redoing itself to uh, cater to the only the freaking upper uh, middle class and the rich, and that kind of screws it up. And that's you know I blame that on the rubs because they're stupid enough to buy it. 
Uh, but the good that comes out of everybody and all the different backgrounds, you know, trumps anything I really think that you can say is bad about the lifestyle. I really do. Uh, you know, even though we make fun of them, and again, I don't agree with a lot of the stuff they do, uh, rubs do a lot of freaking, and I'm talking, you know, all bikers, but, uh, you know, I'm just trying to, you know, poke this one out there. They do a lot of freaking stuff for the community, and again, one percenters do too, but just trying to explain, you know, I don't know what the hell I'm explaining, <laughs> you know what, I gotta stop that 420 before your show. Uh, but let's get into the good that bikers do. It's going to be a great show, man. Hopefully you guys get a like, man. So, man, that was a freaking, uh, actually a sweeper that I was working on, uh, for the radio show, uh, over on the radio station. So, oops, wrong button. <laughs> let's get on and, uh, do some biker news, man. And the good that bikers do for the community. <laughs> Ride celebrates 20 years of giving back to Connecticut Special Olympics. You know, I know there is a lot of bikers that really uh, support the Special Olympics all over the damn place. Beautiful stuff, man. Beautiful stuff. Let's hear. Back to Special Olympics Connecticut and the Hometown Foundation. NBC Connecticut's Dominique Moody shows us why this ride is so rewarding year after year. It was the very first time that I saw my son shine, feel accepted, feel included. 2020 is the second time that Melissa Foran and her son Dylan have showed up at the Farmington Polo Club for the annual Dream Ride. They were really welcoming and they embraced them and they made us feel at home. Dylan has Down syndrome and is nonverbal. His mom says the antique cars and friendly drivers bring out a special type of joy in her son. For the first time in his life, this event is all he talked about all year long. <laughs> Every day. Dream ride. For 20 years, local and national bikers in their club show up to talk with athletes and let them see their rides. Let them know about motorcycles, soldiers. Uh, the safety of uh, you know riding. The Buffalo Soldiers have participated in the ride for the past five years and say they're always focused on giving back. We do what we need to do to make sure that uh, we represent the club and also take care of our communities. The COVID-19 pandemic provided a slightly different feel this year with masks and social distancing, but the focus is on the athletes. Athletes. Let people know we haven't forgotten about them. There's 2,000 motorcycles who just showed up to support and raise funds for Special Olympics. In Farmington, Dominique Moody, NBC, Connecticut. Man, that is just awesome. Special Olympics is, it, it has to be one of the best organizations out there to give these kids that have disabilities a way to participate and feel like a real kid should without having all this stigma attached to them. I know personally because I got a grandkid that has spina bifida and that's a hard thing to get through. And one of the things uh, my daughter was worried about is him feeling left out. And, you know, I think bikers really step to the plate when it comes to special needs kids, man. They're right there on it. So this was an awesome story out of Connecticut. 
now let's get into a, a mess before we get back on track here. Uh, this is one thing that I really don't like, and this is out of the Cincinnati.com, and I had to throw this story because it kind of irritated the hell out of me. Uh, right here, if you're on the radio, come again over on YouTube uh, and all that stuff. Uh, they got a picture of, you know, glides and all that. Uh, motorcycle mess near downtown neighbors and residents clash over biker noise nightly disruptions. Uh, a letter submitted to the City uh, Council of Cincinnati Committee earlier this year bore an all-caps headline, Motorcycle Menace. Motorcycle Menace, and I believe I uh, actually covered this one when it was going on. The letter outlined what Carol Gibbs, President and Chief Executive Officer of the Mount Auburn Community Development uh, Corporation, and a community activist complained is a serious, uh, a serious quality of life issue for at least 11 neighborhoods across Cincinnati from Mount Auburn to North Avondale. If you guys are in Cincinnati, man, let me know. Uh, the letter uh, described large groups of 20 to 30 or 20, what, 30 to 50 or more motorcycles dirt bike, and ATB riders loudly driving through neighborhoods at all times of the day and night, damaging property in the process, frequently running lights, weaving through traffic, and riding on the sidewalks. Why would you show pictures of dressers and all that when it is dirt bikes and ATB riders? We all know how them idiots freaking act. They are not bikers man and this is one of the problems with media is they never get it right never you see somebody on a dirt bike or an atv oh they're bikers man they're causing all kinds of problems they're being a menace to society so you know what this is so bad that they lose their credibility when it even comes to reporting uh, the inconsiderate hordes, you know, and now you probably got this woman thinking that these idiots represent bikers, are much more than a source of nuisance or loud noise. The defiant riders are a dangerous threat to public safety and quality of life in this city. Ignoring them for the fear of a pursuit is not a solution. It emboldens them. You know, I don't know uh, the way it is around everywhere else, but here I thought it was illegal to ride uh, ATVs on the street, uh, these dirt bikes on the street. But I guess uh, in the cities it's all right now. Well, you know, uh, or they're too scared to do anything about it. Uh, the letter and the community members behind it were asking for city relief. It was placed on a city committee agenda earlier in the summer but got postponed. Some on Facebook are less willing to wait for the council or police to act. On June 9th, a photo of a ATV and dirt bike riders doing wheelies through Smile Park downtown, posted on Facebook by Mike Bach, was the source of fierce debate on the issue. Quote, I watch this every weekend, sometimes through the park, sometimes on the streets. How about instead of standing in front of a bar on Freedom Way watching the show do something about it. I bet there will be all kinds of actions taken when one of these people sitting in the grass gets run over. 
some of the in the greater Cincinnati politics Facebook group called out box comments calling them racist oh here we go with the racist stuff <laughs> you know what everybody's a damn racist in this country right now and you know what the meaning of that word loses its effect man everybody's sick and tired of you guys using it they actually i actually laugh at your ass it's like, dude, go get a freaking life or get a job. What can I tell you? You're, you know what? You're ignorant and you're idiots. That's all I can tell you people that use that word. Uh, while others demanded increased police intervention and even advocated throwing glass bottles at the tires of those riding recklessly. People are getting sick of it, baby. They are getting sick of it in this country with people running around acting a fool. It's just going to get worse, and they're going to start getting cracked. Uh, you had uh, the Proud Boys out in Portland busting heads. And something like this with people, you know, it's always funny. You know, when they don't have an argument, you're a racist. It gets old real freaking quick. But anyway, let's get back to... Uh, what the main topic of the show is, uh, you know, the different aspects of uh, celebrating a biker lifestyle. Uh, motorcycle clubs show solidarity for thin blue line LEMC members killed in crash uh, by Shannon Ryan out of Fox 7. Roughly half a dozen motorcycle clubs gathered in uh, Round Rock Saturday afternoon in support of the thin blue line uh, motorcycle club. Four members of the club were killed in a crash last month. Uh, on July 18th, members of the club were riding on Texas 16 through Kierville as part of the club's birthday celebration. Deputies say 28-year-old, I don't say his name, crossed over the highway center line, hitting several motorcyclists. Several motorcyclists. Uh, unreal, man. Uh, let's see what this uh, video has to say. Is anything at all? As the Thin Blue Line Law Enforcement Motorcycle Club mourned four of their own, bikers from across the country came out to show solidarity in Round Rock Saturday. An amazing showing of, of support and love. Retired Lieutenant Colonel Jerry Wings Harbor, retired Detective Joseph G.T. Paglia, and Officer Michael Psycho White were all killed in a head-on crash on July 18th. An individual coming at their, in their direction crossed the center line and impacted multiple bikes. Uh, two exploded. In my career, uh, over law, uh, 30 years in law enforcement, uh, it was mo one of the most horrific accident scenes I've ever went to. Sergeant Joseph Lazo, also known as Kelly, died days later. He had a heart so big that on that day, I watched him even as he was injured. Reach over trying to help our fallen brother and render aid. Police believe the driver who hit them, Ivan Navajas, was drunk. He has a, a criminal history. To top it all off, he was out on bond and he was here in this country unlawfully. Uh, he, he wasn't here with the proper documentation. Uh, it was illegal. It Say it. He never should have been on the road that day because of his. His failures in his own life and the failures of some of the things that occur in the system, he killed four people. 
Saturday, Psycho remembered for his modesty. He wasn't the kind of person to put it out in front of everybody. He wasn't talking about himself. He just did. GT for his leadership. He was just one of those kind of people that I don't think in a lifetime I'll probably meet again. Wings, a former pilot, lauded a gentle soul. He's the guy you want to be like. He's that older guy that that you love to see because he's a story. He remembers you. Kelly remembered for his heart. Just a tremendous loving guy. At least five motorcyclists were injured, many still healing. Now it's clear they won't be doing it alone. So ride on, my brother, and rest in peace. Yeah, that was uh, down in Texas. I believe three from Niles uh, were killed in that. Matt's Niles, Illinois. Uh, now let's go on to not-so-heavenly bodies. Biker Calendar is raising money for a sporting chance. Uh, Beth Nielsen never thought that her ideal for a biker calendar last year would blow up like it did. I made 100 calendars, and we laughed thinking of how many we had left over. <laughs> Let's see what it says. And speaking of bikers, a group that gained national attention for an unconventional calendar shoot, they're at it again. Reporter Banny Beer Temple has more on the not-so-heavenly body body's newest calendar and how they're helping one of their own. Beth Nielsen never thought her idea for a biker calendar last year would blow up like it did. I made 100 calendars and we laughed thinking how many we were going to have left over. But when she asked members of local bike clubs if they'd model the months for charity, they were hesitant at first. We were all like, okay. And she looked for volunteers, so a bunch of us volunteered. And their not-so-heavenly bodies calendar efforts didn't go unnoticed. <laughs> CNN picked up the story, turning what started off as a joke into a national spectacle. Being approached in airports and at bike rallies. Adam Kuntz said they sold close to a thousand calendars, raising about $20,000 for Heaven's Helpers Soup Cafe in Bismarck. It was definitely something we did not expect. This year's calendar proceeds go to Sporting Chance, a charity that gives people with disabilities outdoor experiences at no cost. The biker community has always supported special needs and disabled individuals. But this time, fundraising efforts have also gone to one of their own. The fire is is beyond the most stressful thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I mean, you I can't. Watch everything go up in flames. When Mike and LaDonna Carpenter's home caught fire Monday, they lost everything. But the support from the bikers remained. You want to wake up from the nightmare. And that nightmare has turned into our friends, our family. Uh, I consider them all family. And they, they came to us to help us to, to make us feel whole again. That is awesome right there, man. Not so heavenly bodies. And if you look at that calendar, yeah, not so heavenly bodies, man. Anyway, this is the one I was talking about from people. NASA says an asteroid is projected to head towards Earth a day before the November 3rd election. Leave it to 2020, baby. How many more out there are wanting to get rid of 2020 already? Uh, the asteroid known as 2018 BP-1, now they're claiming it only has a 0.41% chance of actually striking Earth. In my ass, you're probably lying. Uh, by Eric Tadisco, there could be a possibility of an asteroid zooming uh, toward Earth in addition to the variety of major events this year, including the coronavirus. 
NASA data indicates that an asteroid is projected to come towards Earth on November 2nd, one day before the election. The asteroid, which was first identified at the Polymer Observatory in Cali, uh, is not considered hazardous because it's approximately 6.5 feet and poses no threat to Earth. It is currently has a 0.41 chance of entering our planet's atmosphere. But if it did, and you notice that they had to put that but if it did, it would disintegrate due to its extremely small size, like that one that happened over uh, Russia. Blew out windows and everything. Uh, NASA concluded that based on 21 observations spanning 12.968 days, the asteroid is almost sure to not have a deep impact. That's that movie, Deep Impact, I was trying to come up with. On Earth, close approaches by small objects of this size are not rare, and even if something of this size were to impact, the object would not likely survive the Earth's atmosphere. So there's your story right before Election Day. Look up in the sky. Uh, now, the COVID-19 mass testing is underway in Sturges. Let's give a Line workers, listen. local business employees, residents, and city staff, like Daniel Tammy, are waiting on test results to find out if they caught the COVID-19 virus at this year's Sturgis rally. Tammy works with the city's public works department. He says this mass testing event is a good idea. I think everybody in town should be tested, myself, just, just so we know how bad the virus is in town. I want to keep my kids safe, you know, it's kind of nice to know if we, if we do have the virus or not. Monument Health stepped in to perform the testing and get results. The city of Sturgis coordinated the event. We've asked people to go ahead and pre-register so they all have an appointment time. And as they come into the parking lot, they check in. They just pull forward to one of these drive-through stations. They get their test. Around 800 people pre-registered. They should all receive their results within 24 hours. The testing is specifically for people who don't have symptoms. If they're showing signs of sickness, they just need to contact Monument Health right away. But with asymptomatic testing, you hopefully are able to flag people who might be carrying the coronavirus and don't realize it. Okay, that in Sturges after the rally. Told you the media be covering a different man. Laconia is going right on right now, and boy, I haven't seen much on uh, Laconia. Uh, but let's go to Corey Graff's wall of shame. A Bellevue police officer resigns following a Redmond arrest. Uh huh. Hmm. Let's see what's going on here. Uh, he resigned more than a month after he was arrested at his Redmond home, according to the Bellevue Police Department. David Wright, 48, was arrested while off-duty following a domestic disturbance, there it is, involving a family member on July 9th. On Thursday, Bellevue Police Chief Steve Milet announced Wright handed in his resignation following an internal investigation. The officer was employed with the Bellevue Police Department since May of 2017. Before his resignation, he was placed on administrative leave pending the completion of the internal probe by the department's Office of Accountability. You are now in the wall of shame, buddy. Uh, let's do one more. One more. Uh, former police officer charged with, again, domestic violence. It must be that kind of day. Uh, a former police sergeant uh, was arrested on domestic uh, violence charges. Allegedly, he choked and knocked out his estranged wife. Michael Rosemilal, 35, 
is jailed without bail at the county correctional facility. I wonder how he's liking it behind bars. Uh, on charges of strangulation, simple assault, and harassment, uh, Pittston uh, police filed the charges against him after investigating a domestic disturbance. Uh, according to the criminal complaint, police responded to the Chapel Hill uh, or the Chapel Street house where they found a broken table and glass. Hmm, not good. Uh, uh, let's see here. The woman there, uh, you know, identified him, all that good stuff. Uh, but yeah, wall of shame, baby. Wall of shame. These freaking cops, man. Let me tell you, these freaking. Carrie here from Bagger Syndicate Cycles. Just to let you know about the place that has the craziest hats on the market apparel that's based all upon bikers, baggers, and brotherhood. And ladies, we didn't forget about you either. Between tank tops and baby doll tees, we have it all. Now just go to BaggerSyndicateCycles.com and check it out. Mwah. Okay, there you have it, the celebration of the biker lifestyle. That is exactly, exactly what it means to be a biker. It's not what Leo says, all oh, bikers are out dealing this, doing criminal stuff. No, it's about helping our community. It's about freaking being there for each other. It's not about going and causing trouble. These are the stories that I felt that need to get out there. And I'm going to try to do a good one every uh, news broadcast because, you know, people need to be uh, acknowledged for the stuff that they do and try to get rid of the stigma that's attached to the bikers. You know, negative sucks, but hey, you know, that's what's in the news. That's what people want to hear about. But at the same time, I got to slip some other stuff in there. And again, I'm going to slip some manufacturer stuff. I, I just want to widen the show a little bit, a little bit, and get all kinds of different topics in there. So hopefully that's what you guys are, you know, into and you like. Uh, it's been pretty cool watching the YouTube uh, channels, you know, because they premiere over there. I actually premiered a show. And, you know, seeing everybody talking, that's pretty cool stuff, man. And everybody's talking from around the world. Who would have thought that you'd be able to just communicate with somebody around the world, man? And I would have never thought it before the internet and stuff. So there is some good things that happen. I got to admit that. <laughs> uh, but again, don't forget to answer that question, man. Uh, you know, what got you into the lifestyle? And hey, what else would you like to see on the show? Come on, give me some, uh, you know, topics to uh, do. Because this one was a fun one for me. It's actually uh, one of the best that I feel like uh, I can cover. Um, you know, good stuff, man. Don't forget to go over to the radio show. And by the way, what length would you like to see the program? Would you like to see it a half hour, 45 minutes? Give me some suggestions. But don't forget to go over to MotorcycleMadhouseRadio.com. Uh, listen to some good-ass music, man. That's where uh, the Wake and Bake show is going to be at because I'm not going to be freaking censored. My God. <laughs> With the censorship. I remember there was a time when none of these social media platforms would do it. But, hey, that's the time period we live in. Uh, Spotify, iTunes, you can listen to a show over on uh, your radio, all that good stuff. Until then, I'll talk to you guys later. 
though you want to know how to support the show, go over to our support store and get some awesome looking clothing. We got rock on hats, rock on shirts. The rock on hats are embroidered. Get your exclusive merchandise now. Rock on. Don't forget to go over to HarleyLiberty.com. Get all your motorcycle club news. What's happening in the scene? We have a new article or articles every single day over at HarleyLiberty.com. And don't forget the sister site, BikerLifestyleMagazine.com. If you're into all that kind of manufacturer motorcycle and news, motorcycle rallies and bikers help in the community motorcycle club editorials and more and don't forget to visit us on facebook get involved in the conversation watch videos done a motorcycle madhouse and more also we have instagram yes instagram we have material that is not seen anywhere else so don't forget get on our platforms check out your daily biker news rock on Hey guys, this is Kara from Bagger Syndicate Cycles. I just want to let you know about a place where you can get the greatest apparel, top of the notch, all about baggers, bikers, and brotherhood. And ladies, don't you worry, we didn't forget about you. Check it out at baggersyndicatecycles.com. Yo show is now available on Spotify and all major platforms including iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and more. Don't forget to become a subscriber on any one of these platforms so you can be notified right away when our weekly episode is uploaded so you never miss an episode. Hi, this is James Hollywood Machikari. Join our YouTube channel and get Motorcycle Madhouse and tons of videos related to the bikers. Join now by subscribing for free and become part of the crowd today. Always free and always entertaining. Don't forget to visit us at www.harleyliberty.com for your daily biker news. Rock on!